And welcome to the Old Man Wade Show. I am your host, the God of Stubborn, the Lord of Laughter, the man full of rage, Old Man Wade. And I'm sitting here, ooh, excuse me, with Panda Black, hey. the CEO of Panda Care, Amanda. How you doing today? Good, and you? I'm, I'm angry. I'm a, I'm an angry fuck right now. Like, I am just, I am I am so full of, like, rage right now. It's not even, and every time I get angry, this dog, like, comes next to me and tries to, like, absorb my anger. I see. And it's so funny you said that. I was watching this crazy little video thing on Facebook where there was a friend who saw someone who, like, the, the guy's walking on, he's all clear. And he sees a friend or whoever, and they're, like, black and white. And he hugs them, and he tells uh, them all they're black. I've, I've seen it's an Instagram thing, and then when he goes to the dog, He the gets dog. home, the dog hugs him, and they're both now all white. Like, yeah. the dog hugs him, and all his anger is cleared away. Yeah. That reminds me of that. Yeah, I'm still angry, though. <laughs> you didn't hug the dog. Hug the dog. I tried this, but I'm like, like you know the the um, oh, what the fuck is the Arrested Development song? I am so thirsty, but I am I'm still, still angry. <laughs> hug the dog. Hug the dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So when are you gonna start your podcast? So that came out of nowhere. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't come out of nowhere. We were just talking about it. We were, but I wasn't expecting you to ask me that now. Well, I just did. So what you gonna do about it? I don't know. It depends. <laughs> like old people underwear? Yep. Yep. Definitely. Oh, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't have much to say. Maybe... You say that. Maybe if... You, let's see what your your audience thinks about the few times I've been blessed to be on this podcast. Well, they, your episodes do well, so I'm going to go with their... their, their oh. They want to hear you, so... Okay, okay, okay. We'll see. We'll see. Baby steps. Baby steps? Baby steps. Yeah. Jump right in there. Feet first. Listen, I'm not that person. Just run right off, just run right off the edge. Jump in. I'm not that person. Stay out that motherfucker. Look how long <laughs> it took for me to get Panda Care up and going again for the rebirth of it. I was. Yeah, was, look how great you're doing. Yeah, okay. We're not going to go there. So. <laughs> well, you are. I'm just saying. Happy for you. Thank you. And shit, you didn't even want to start doing this. I was like, I said to you, you and Greg, I was just like, oh, you guys should do this. He's like, I don't know. I don't want to. And then what happened? Greg enjoys doing this. You enjoy doing this. Yeah, it's fun. It's a nice little pastime, and I'm here to support you. <laughs> well, yeah. Support everybody, Goofy. I support my family. family. No, that's really a song. Is it a soca song? Bingo! Gee, how did I guess he says sarcastically? Yep. Fire Brigade is still my favorite soca song ever. Which one? Fire Brigade. Fire Brigade. Smoke. Fire Brigade. Yeah, sorry. So we took a quick break, and I wanted to uh, let Amanda hear the song I was talking about. Do you know why I like it so much? It's very rappy. You you like Bungie, and he's a he's a he's a lyricist. He likes to freestyle stuff. If you um, go through his music, Bungie's the man. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh shit! I was listening to this, and I, I didn't notice it's, it's very like hip hopish. So that's probably why I like it as much as I do. I love Bungie. I love his wife. They're like a dope power couple. Oh really? Yeah, they're dope. You gotta love that. You know, I really do love, like, I love power couples. I love that, like, when people can, like, when you see the people, like, when they, you hear their stories and you witness everything they've been through and still manage to, like, get over it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, remember we were, uh, you sent me that video of uh, Will Smith talking about when he first met um, Jada? Jada and how, like, he was intimidated by um, Tupac because it was, like, you know, mm-hmm. they've known, and it was, it was funny how, like, he could, like, admit something like that. That's punchy. And... You know, I was going to be at um, Lux. 
Let me he get did. Some, let me get they this. did. They both had locks and they cut them. Oh. Oh, he does music with them? Yes, they sing together. Oh, shit. Yes. That's cool. Dope as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that video with, um, this one, yeah, locks. That video with Will Smith admitting that yeah. was dope. It was dope. And how he was like, you know, he wished he did listen to Jada and try to have a friendship with Tupac. I think that was that was real dope. Yeah, and like, and I can appreciate stuff like that when you're really when you can admit um, the things that are going on, and you know that like you are uh, when you can admit the things that like that like like je- admitting you're jealous as a man to, when like you're married to someone. It's it's different. It's difficult. I think you know what I mean. Yeah. I don't think I really. I'm, I don't give a fuck enough. Like I've told my wife, the people like I'm jealous of, like love like that. She thinks I'm bugging, but I'm like, hey, that's just I'm being honest about it. You know what I mean? But there's a level of healthy jealousness in a relationship. I think there's a. Uh, that's his wife. Yeah, uh, yeah, she got ass. Um, I think there's a difference between jealousy and envy. Like I couldn't be envious because that kind of seems like it leads to sabotage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I could be like um. Like, I have friends I'm jealous of, like, you know what I mean? But I still support them, and I'm like, but I'm never, I never wish for their downfall, you know what I mean? Yeah. I never bring any negative energy to the things that they got going on or whatnot. So I saw something that said, like, jealousy is wishing you have what that person had. So I don't know. I, I struggle with the whole thing of the jealousy thing. Yeah. I don't think so much of jealousy. It's just, I call it being territorial. This is mine. You can't have it. Go away. <laughs> Not much of a jealousy thing. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe it's just a me thing. Could be. So why are you angry, my friend? Oh, uh, just, just people being people. You know what it is. People just being like, um, just selfish. You know what I mean? Like nothing really bugs me. Or annoys me as much as people who are just selfish. Like, like, I'll give you an example. Actually, no, I can tell you exactly what I need to give you an example. People assume that no matter what they have going on, it's more important than everybody else. And you see that a lot when you're driving. When you watch, um, a, a, when you watch a vehicle cut off an ambulance or a cop car when the sirens are on, or they're too good to get to the right. Because regardless of what they have going on, it's more important than someone going to the hospital. But then on the, on the flip side, I'm like, maybe someone's dying in their home and they have to get there too. Like, you know what I mean? But then you see the person who wouldn't move over and they were literally just parking to go to the liquor store. It's like, right. dog, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I know some people that purposely use the ambulance and police as a way to get through traffic so when they have on the assignments they'll pull over but then they jump right back in behind them to get through yeah I hate that yeah that's just nasty I hate that like that's you know what it is it's just it's like dog relax take a couple seconds because the roles are reversed you'd want the same thing like um uh shout out to mom Fletcher knows what I'm talking about she always told him that if there's an ambulance driving. You move out the way because you don't know that could be someone that you love in that in that um in that emergency vehicle. I agree. You know, or even if it's not, I don't like you know move the fuck out the way. How are you gonna shout out Fletcher? What if he don't listen to this one? He does. <laughs> he 
It's just a what if. Just a what if. Just a what if. I know. I know. Fletch was one of my biggest supporters, and I, I love him for that. He was my brother. Shout out to Fletch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I thought that it's just people who are inconsiderate, and then they treat you like shit when you're at your job, and mm-hmm. then it's like. So what if I went to the job and while you were sucking your boss's dick, I told you to stop? Mercy. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like if you're, you're over there and you're doing your thing and I and I just decide to go in and just say I'm not gonna follow the rules, you'd be pissed off too. Work rules? Is that one of your work rules issues? Uh, kind kind of, but not today. But like that's just a uh, pet peeve in general. I think because of where I work now, I'm a little more sympathetic. You know what I mean? Because I don't know what this person's going through. So they could be yelling at me and I have to think of where they're at, mm-hmm. what's going on. So I'm like, alright. So I'm a little it's a little easier for me to it's always been easier for me to keep my calm and my cool at work. Because I you know, Rent's doing it first. So right. so you know what I mean? I can every first. Yeah. So I can deal with it then. But like when at when I'm at work now, at my new gig, I'm now looking at the environment I'm in. I don't know what happened to this person, what they're going through. So when they're like yelling and stuff like that, I'm always like, I'm sorry, I understand, my apologies. It's I'm just doing my job. And so far, 90% of the time, the once they realize that like I'm not reacting to them and I understand their anger or frustration, they calm down. That always works. You know what I mean? In real life too. Yeah. And so like it's and sometimes they apologize too. So now I'm just I'm like, and when they apologize, I'm like, look, don't worry about it. You're stressed. Your emotions are high. You know, just have a good day. Like, you know what I mean? Or like people, people this is always funny, and you'll appreciate this too. I have a lot of people coming up to me now, and they come up to me and go, hi. And they go, you know, it's so good to see a smiling face. Mm-hmm. And I get that a lot now, but it's just like, I was like, what do you want me to do? I, it's like, I can't just be angry. Like, you know what I mean? That just sets a... A domino effect of like just stuff that people just don't necessarily want to have to deal with. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm like, I, you know, it is what it is. I don't necessarily need to. I don't need that anger going in. You know what I mean? And this person doesn't need that anger uh, carrying over to wherever they're going. So like the the theory of energy. It, it um energy is never lost. It's just carried on to something else or whatever. It's Harvey will correct me later. I don't know. Fucking quote. I, I could Google it, but I don't care enough. Uh, <laughs> I really don't. I get it. I oh, get it. man. How are you? You seem happy. But you're, oh, you're old. It's a Monday. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm one of the very few people that love Mondays. It's a Monday. The time sprung forward. So I woke up to birds singing outside my windows this weekend. Like, I'm in a really good space. And being that it's a full moon. I know not everybody is into the full moon thing. But I try to keep my cool on full moons because that's when people are the wackiest. So I, have to, I always keep that in mind. Like, it's a full moon. You got to chill, Panda. You can't be extra ridiculous and get angry and upset with people. People are going to be wild right now. So. Yo, this is one of the... I forget what I was reading on Twitter. It's like... It's a leap year. It's a... Um, not a leap. It's a... Um, it was a... Uh, daylight Savings. Daylight oh, Savings. Yeah. It's a full moon. And it's Friday, Friday the 13th. It is one more. And I can't remember what it is. But it's a bunch of nonsense this week. And the retrograde. Mercury retrograde. Oh yeah, so this is this is all a, of that collaborated a, into one. It's like a week of it's like, like a big kalaloo. A what? Kalaloo. That sounds like another name for a dick. No. <laughs> that person got a big kalaloo. You know what? I'm done with you. I am all the way done with you. Uh, why? 
No reason. Why? Because he got a big collar loop? <laughs> I'm trying to spell that on my phone. Odd pause. <laughs> <laughs> what? Odd pause. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. If I had a dollar for every time a woman called me Aggie, I'd like, I, I would never need to work again. Oh, God. So, I have, uh, we, have to- we actually have topics. So first off, I want to, since we're talking about work stuff, I have a, um, I have two things. I have a three strike rule, and I have an, I also have a, I'm not going to bother to learn your name rule. Oh. So my three strike rule is, you piss me off three times, and after that I cut you off. At work? Yeah, no favors. Like I'll do everything I can if it's work related, but if you want a favor, oh, go fuck. Oh, yourself. like a personal one. Yeah. Like, okay. But if you want a personal it. favor, go fuck yourself. You, get, you get three, you get a three strike rule. After that, not a. <laughs> I, I get it. And, and again, and this isn't like this has to be things where it's specifically like malicious or you're just being lazy. Those are my three. I have a three strike rule with that. After that, don't care. Like I will smile and politely say no, or I'll just I'll just. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> I don't think I've ever cared that much to give anyone strikes at work. To be honest with you, I always had the mentality, I'm coming here to make a paycheck, not be anybody's friend. And I usually leave the job with one or two friends, <laughs> Mark. Yeah. Um, but I go in, everybody's on the same playing field. Like, you don't get any strikes because I don't care enough about you or this job. I'm here to make this money and be out. Because when I leave here, I really don't care about you or this place. So nobody ever gets that type of emotion. Of anything out of me at a job. But you know what it is? You also have a better, you also manage your um, emotions a lot better than I do. Fun fact, I can't hide my emotions on my face at all. Like, it took it took my wife to actually say that to me one day. She goes, you can't hide your emotions. When you're angry, everybody knows. I'm like, there's no way people can tell. And then as time goes on, people are kind of like, are you alright? I'm like, I'm fine. What the fuck are you asking me for? So I do wear my heart on my sleeve. People can definitely tell when I'm not in the mood. I can I can hide it if I want to, but these days, nah, you know. Well, you keep, but I mean, you keep it in check better. Is like you can do that. Like you can actually not give a fuck and like leave and then not not really deal with it. Oh yeah. Like yeah. that just that shit just stays on my soul until no until I, I shit it out. I'm not a dweller. Life is too short, and if I can't claim on my W twos, <laughs> you can't make me angry. That's just how I see things. Like, there's no reason for anyone to get that much under my skin. And I don't get no money for you for this. Like, I can't claim you on my taxes. You can't piss me off. And that's, that's my motto. Not only that, but a few years ago, I, re- I, I think I told you about this. This was another eye-opener for me. Um, I had a cousin. She was, We were really all close. She was closer. She's more my sister's age, up in the 40s. Um, but we were all close, you know? Like first cousins and she got into an argument with someone her blood pressure rose she had aneurysm and she died oh shit like it was that quick so i keep that in mind at all times we're literally here today and gone today so i don't let anyone well i do my best not to let anyone get me to that level of pissosity because i got three kids is pissosity a word nope it's a pandaism <laughs> 
It's a pandaism. So I don't let anybody get to let me get to that level of pisosity because I don't want my kids to be a burden on anyone. Only one of my kids is about to be 18. The other two could, you know, they still got a ways to go. I got to live for them. So nobody could get me that fucking riled up that, God forbid, I got to die this year, that second. Navi, you keep that. Well, see, you don't have kids. Oh, I don't have kids, so. But you still got people to live for. Just because you don't got kids, you got me that I look at you like a brother. You got your wife. So the last thing they want to hear is a phone call, oh, Mark got into an argument with somebody and he died. <laughs> Yo, that, that would be the way I would die. So I, like, I would just get so angry, like my heart would just, it would just explode. So you got you to gotta think about shit like that. You still got people you leave behind. You may not have kids, but you still got people that love you out here. And somebody else is going to live after you die. Think about it. I don't want you. Okay. <laughs> That's the stupid shit. Who, me? <laughs> you keep going with that. Let's see. All right, so you got your three rules, your, your little three strike thing, but, you know, I left you a little something um, to digest and move forward with to think of as you're at work and you let these people get you all riled up. I just, I, now I just, I just go, I leave, I just go out and get some air. I, sit up, I stand out front, I say good, good morning. Good job. I go out front, I say good morning to people walking in. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I that That's it's, what you do. it's so funny how like that changed my mood. You have no idea, like when you. So I've I've come to realize that people up north are not accustomed to random people being like, "Hey, good morning." Like, yeah, they're not. Smile. They're really not. They look at you like, "The fuck, man, you didn't take today." <laughs> <laughs> I do that shit on the fly. I'm like, "Hi, good morning." They be like, "You know what's funny about that is my job now. They're more a lot of people." smile when I say good morning. They're a lot friendlier now than they were at my at the other job. But again, I think the people at the op that the uh the building I worked at, they were just pissed off that they were there. They didn't want like you know, it seems like there's a lot more people at my old gig, the tenants, who didn't like their job, as as opposed to the people at my new job at my new job. They kinda they kinda enjoy like you know what I mean? But I think because they feel like their job matters, you know what I mean? Yeah. It could be that and they could all be putting on the front for all I They could be. At one of my jobs, um, I used to have a, a little nameplate. Under my nameplate, it was always feeding a character. Yeah. Just because you're at work. Like, yeah. make it at work. Make it work for whatever amount of time that you're there for. Feed whatever character you got to feed these people so you can get in and get out and make this as painless as possible. Feed yeah. that character. It's that simple. I mean, yeah. Like, you know, so, so the people you work with now might be feeding the hell out of a character, but guess what? Everybody's happy. Yeah. So this one woman at Manuel Gig, she was like, so "You're always so happy." I went, "Oh no, I'm angry all the time." <laughs> <laughs> she laughed. But I'm gonna feed this character <laughs> to you, like I'm happy with you, and this is how this gonna work. It's feeding. It's feeding the character like feeding feeding the big Kalalu. Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. Um. But what's funny about it was, so she was like, you're angry all the time. I go, yeah. I was like, but like, what would it look like? And I just put a straight face on. I was like, I could look like this all day, but it doesn't, it doesn't help anybody. It doesn't. Like, you know what I mean? And like, you know, and sometimes like, actually, no, not even sometimes. Making people happy makes me happy. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Seeing that I made someone smile made, uh, makes me happy. When I make, like, a couple of things happened at my, at my job. They made me feel like I made a difference in someone's life. Something happened today that I can't talk about, um, but it made me happy to make a difference in this per in this person's life, in this person's day. Like you know what I mean. 
So, it, it like things like that are important. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, I don't do them for some type to get something back from them. Like you know what I mean? I do it because it make it can make this person feel better. It can make this person's day a little bit easier. Or like I remember I bought um the the one time I um bought coffee for someone, mm-hmm. it was the funniest shit ever because like I was um I was behind them and I was gonna get something too and they were like like searching for cash and I was like I was like, yo, I got it. And so they looked up at like they're ready to fight. She goes, Huh? I was like, I'm buying your coffee. She goes, Oh, I thought you were like I was like, I'm not hating on you. Right. <laughs> Literally just buying your coffee. And she was like that so ain't. yeah, and I was like she was like so shocked. She was like, Oh and she smiled and said, Thank you. I was like, Don't worry about it, have a good day. Like, you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure that who knows, that person could have been hit on by every dude in the world and almost gave up on like relationships and then it's like, Oh, this guy isn't hitting on me. He's literally just a guy being a good person. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah, it's like I didn't want anything out of it. I wasn't looking for it. I'm like, yo, enjoy the fucking coffee. Like, you know what I mean? Now she has an extra two fifty to go spend on whatever the fuck. Right. So, because you don't know what a cuddle is, I Googled it for you. And <laughs> this is what it looks like. That looks bomb. What is that? So, read the ingredients. Uh, and it's give or take because you got one Jamaican penis. <laughs> you big jerk. That's not what it says. <laughs> Yo, you annoying. <laughs> from the Caribbean that you have but it's give or take however you want to pretty much do it it's a dish it's a big concoction of dasheen taro leaves okra salt meat onions pimento peppers scotch bonnet peppers green onions thyme and it's all cooked fresh in coconut milk give or take however you want to season it however you want to do it different islands do it different ways yeah but that's what kind is it's just a big combination concoction of things put together so it's like it's oh, I'm trying to think of a, a way to say it that doesn't make it sound like doesn't make it sound offensive. It's like goulash almost, but like Caribbean goulash. What's goulash? You take a bunch of shit, put it together in a pot, and, and you make it work. Oh, okay, I guess. You know what I mean? But like that looks it looks so good though. Like that picture you showed me looked it looked fucking amazing. Is it? So everybody Google that. Uh, you want to spell that? Cause um, I am uh... I am very American. <laughs> You are very indigenous. C A L A L O U. C A L A L O U. Oh, I was close. I spelled I spelled the C A L A L L A L O U. Oh yeah, Google would have fixed it for you. So what is it? C A L C A L A Kala L O U. Yes, I just added extra Lou. Yeah, extra L. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Kalalu. Yeah. That's just it even sounds good too though. Like Kalalu. It yeah. sounds like a drink more than anything else. Like Kalalu sounds like something you have with like run rum and fruit punch or something. Rum punch? Ka- no, Kalalu sounds like something you get like at a at a at a, a Blanco restaurant trying to be Caribbean. Oh. <laughs> that's so crazy. Kalalu. I'm like, oh I heard that in Cars of the Caribbean. One year, I'm going to take you to Carnival with me. So no. Nope. Yes. Nah, I've been to Carnival. I'm not big on Carnival. Where? Where? Boston. Oh, 
No, it's completely different in the Caribbean. You have to leave Boston to experience carnival. I'm telling you, you do. You know, you realize I don't dance, right? You don't have to dance. You can you can stand on the side and eat and drink and enjoy it. Trust me, the vibes will hit you, and you'll be dancing without even realizing. Uncon subconscious, you'll be dancing. I guarantee you. Guarantee you. Well, since since we're here now, we were um actually actually the point of this podcast it it was actually I've been trying to get Amanda to do this for like a month and some change now, saying um when friends of the show and uh, guest Renee went to Trinidad for uh, Carnival. Yeah. It um it reminded me that it's it's like. Was that the, is that the first one that starts carnival season? Is the Trinidad one, does that start carnival season? There's a whole bunch of them at that timing, but yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, and, and I was like, oh, so, like, and I know, like, the season has officially begun. Like, Yes, know. it has. And we <laughs> wait all year for this, us carnival Wait, wait, hold, hold on, time off, hit the brakes. Carnival chasing is a thing. Y'all, you wait, quote, unquote, all year? When does carnival season end? Never. Exactly. That shit doesn't, it doesn't stop. Like, I, I swear. It depends. It depends what you're chasing. It depends where you've been, where you want to go. So, it all that comes into play. Okay. So, Carnival, uh, okay, so I didn't know this. This was new to me. Carnival starts in Montserrat in the beginning of January. So, it's January has Montserrat, St. Kitts, and then St. Croix. February has Bolivia, Rio, Guadalupe. Mashrani, Haiti, Martinique, Trinidad, Dominica, Kayak Mass, and Curacao. So every year they put the list out, and usually it's around whatever their history is for that country of why they have Carnival at the time that they have it. Yeah. So everybody has their own little reason as to why they do it, when they do it, and what it means for for them, for the indigenous people of that country. Yeah. Um, so no, Trinidad doesn't start it. But it's one of the biggest ones. Okay, actually, now I didn't know that. I would, and it's, and maybe again, it's just my ignorance to to, uh, to carnivals. It's like I, I didn't know until you went uh, to Trinidad. I didn't know that you guys started in like February. Like you know what I mean? I thought every, I thought it all started in like the warmer months. Not thinking that it like, is warm over there. Exactly. Okay. I'm not thinking in my mind that like why would they start. When it's warmer so, here, as opposed to the, like you said, they could be partying in fucking January. They start in December after Christmas. December after, yeah, so look at that. Like, so December 26th, which is Boxing Day, and then, so that's that's when Carnival season, quote unquote, starts in Trinidad. Okay. But Carnival, is, it's only it's two days long, and sometimes you just feel like it's not enough. You got Monday Mass, and you have Tuesday Mass, so... Yeah, so I I get it, I dig it. it. It's okay. So what are some rules you think? And go go one by one because every time you give a rule out, I'm gonna have a question or I'm gonna have a, um, um, something to say. So okay, you know what? What's the biggest thing you can tell someone who's going to come? What's the first thing you can tell somebody? Plan early. What should they be planning? You have to plan out your parties. You have to plan where you're staying because carnival chasers. They plan where they're... Sometimes when you leave where you're staying, you book that same place for next year. Oh, like that day? Yes. Like before you leave, you're already making accommodations for the following year. And things get booked up fast. 
That makes sense. So, so again, though, it all depends where you're going. And so you want to do your research as to where you're going, which carnival you're going to be going to, where all the parties are so that you can be in a good location to get to everything pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so you have to factor in transportation because you're not from there. So are you going to get a rental or is someone going to drive you? You have to factor out your accommodations. How close, how convenient do you want to be to everything? So that's going to cost you more money. But how far do you want to be? Because then now you got to pay your driver more money to go further. Okay. Now you have to factor in, are you going to be in a hotel, a guest house, a villa? Which means you need to buy food for the time that you're there. So you have to factor that in too. You have to factor in eating at home and then eating at the parties. So most people buy all-inclusive parties because there's food and drinks all night. Right? Makes yeah. no sense. So there's that you have to factor in. Now you factor in if you're going to play masks, which is get a costume. Um, that's a big bill, too. You have to factor in the drinks for when you're in the house for pre-gaming. For those of you who don't know, please <laughs> tell people what, what pre-gaming is. I know, I know what it is, but like... Everybody should know what pre-gaming is. You start at home. You start the party at home before you get to the party to kind of get so that you're already pumped by the time you reach. Um, for carnival... Carnival parties are called FETs. So F-E-T-E-S? F-E-T-E. So you're getting ready for the FET. So you pre-game at home. Then you got to get your FET lineup. <laughs> I wish... You know what? Sometimes you have two or three parties a day. If you're a real fetinarian, you got like two FETs a day. But when you get kind of like old in the age, you kind of do like a breakfast FET and then you do a night FET so that you have the time in between when you go home to take a quick nap. And you go again. And it's kind of like a, a repeated cycle. Because then the night fat goes into the next day fat. And it's, they kind of like, it's like a wheel. But anyway, so all of that has to be factored in. And depending on how big the carnival is, how popular it is, sometimes accommodations can be hard to find. So those are the things that you why you say, like, go early. Yes, like, make sure early. Do your research. Ask other people, ask other carnival chasers that have been to these places. Oh, you went to this one? How was that like? Where can I stay? Give me some tips. You want to ask around. If um, I, There are people that go alone. I, I wouldn't recommend it. Why so? Because you're going someplace, you're going to a foreign country you've never been to. And typically, when you go to another country, they know you're not from there. Yeah. And they can always spot Americans. No matter where you go, Americans are easily spotted. Yeah. So, going alone is not recommended, but it happens. People do do it. I went, my first year that I went, I went alone, but I met up with, I met up with people that I knew that were down there. Yeah. From a mutual friend. So, yes, I went down there alone, but I wasn't staying alone. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. So now, okay, so you've got everything's lined up. You got your food. You got your. You got everything you need. Um, where you're staying at. You got your drivers. You got. You got everything going. So now you're at Carnival. Hey. No, for that. What kind of clothes do you wear? Hey, it depends on the fat. <laughs> <laughs> some fats have themes. God. Some don't. Like um, Soaker Brainwash is a big fat, which is done by Private Ryan. He's a DJ. And usually his fets have themes. This year, I think it was um, 
Asian theme. So a lot of people went in like kimonos and they had like the umbrellas that the Chinese usually have. It was really cute. You don't have to dress for the yeah. theme, but majority of the people will dress for the theme. Sometimes it's all white party, but you still see people in red and orange. It happens. But sometimes it depends on the fest. Sometimes it has a theme. So you have to go off of that. Okay. Uh, and it's hot, so you don't. Would you suggest people? Okay, because something I something I've realized. Would you suggest someone go there in something they spent a lot of money on? So, it depends on the person. Are you going to a stush fest or are you going to? Oh, what the fuck is the so stush is stuck up? There's uh, a lot of people that are real stush. They'll just go to be cute and pose because they're stush. They don't go to dance and carry on and get their money's worth. So it all depends on the individual because that getting your money's worth could be standing up in a corner being stush. While to other people, they're like, okay, I'm going to spend money on this outfit. However, I'm going to get my money's worth and wind the hell out of this shit. So it all depends on the person. I've seen people come in. I've seen females... Women come into fets with heels on, and I'm like, you didn't come to dance. But then there's some women that could come in heels and still could wind down the place. Me, I'm going in flats. Yo, I, I didn't know this until, again, working in an office building, I saw a woman run down a marble lobby in the heels and yeah. never break a stride. Some I'm women like, got that skill. I'm like, I'm not one of them. And she's told, and I remember talking to her, I'm like, yo, how do you do that? She goes, I'm more comfortable in heels than I am seeing. Yeah, some, some women are more comfortable in heels. I'm not one of them. If you see me in heels, I'm going to be cute, and that's it. That's what I'm going to be <laughs> I think every time I've seen you in heels. I went from the car to the establishment, sat down, went from the seat in the establishment back to the car. Or to the bar. No, actually, you know what's funny? I don't even think you even got up to go to the bar. No. And thank whoever was with you. Whoever was with me got the drinks. <laughs> I literally, if I'm in heels, I'm stush as hell that night. That's it. I went to look cute for pictures and go home. That's it. So, I personally, as, like I said, super American here, so uh, people forgive my ignorance. If I'm going to any event like that, it's like jeans, or not even jeans, like shorts that I know I'm going to like, I'm going to, I'm going to wreck in like a white so t-shirt or a dirty. white tank top. You don't get no, dirty. No, I know I'm going to sweat though. Yeah, you are going to sweat. I'm going to sweat. One, because of the sun and the rum, you're going to sweat automatically. And then once... Once, once the vibe hits you, once that jump be get inside your soul, you're gonna dance. I don't care what you say, you're gonna dance. Even if you're off beat, you're gonna dance. <laughs> so you say till so you get there, and then the vibe hits you. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love to see guys in colorful shorts and a nice shirt to match the shorts, like a solid pink shorts or bright blue or a yellow, and then they got like. Colorful shirts on. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I don't know what it is. I, I like colors. So when you, yeah. I just feel like when you're in the Caribbean, you should wear colorful things when you're in the fat. You know what's funny? If I was ever, like, whenever I'm going somewhere and I know I'm going to, like, sweat or dance or whatever I'm going to do, I'm usually super plain. It's usually like, all right. So it also depends on what I'm doing. If I'm going somewhere and it's going to be, like, an outdoor party or something, I'm usually wearing, like, um, a, my Hawaiian shirt, tank top. And like my uh, my black shorts, just because mm -hmm. I know I'm like all right, I can mess all of this up. Like you know what I mean? Because I know as soon as I start like getting hot, the Hawaiian shirts the Hawaiian shirts coming off. I'm in my tank top. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I like to see color. I like to see guys in color. 
I'm starting to, I'm, you know what's funny? I enjoy colors. I really, really enjoy colors. I enjoy play, playing with colors. One of my favorite colors to wear that I don't wear a lot is yellow. I love yellow. I love yellow. And it's funny. And this is before I became a fan of Luke Cage. I love, like, yellow shirts. Yellow, oranges, the reds, like the bright reds. Not the dull red. Bright reds, blues. Ooh, uh, Don't let them have locks. And you got to up and up on cheese to save us all. <laughs> Yo, someone, someone asked me, he's like, hey, Mark, you should get dreads. I'm like, why? So I look like the Predator? You would not <laughs> look like the Predator. Dude, there's no hair up here. <laughs> that makes sense. He might have better teeth than I do. But anyway, so, all right, so you, so you got your outfit on, you're there. What do you expect? What are some things that, like, what are some things, like, you, like you, if you're going there to have fun, what's something you sh- should not do? You should not have a crew that's sush. If you're going to have fun, th- that's another thing. You got to know who you're traveling with. You can't go traveling with someone if you like to wind down the place in their judgmental. First of all, Carnival is not the place for judgmental people. At yeah. all. I know. I don't get that. Any way, shape, or form. Like I've seen pictures of Carnival. It's like, yo, if you're gonna if you're gonna be an asshole and you're gonna like judge yes. people, don't get me wrong. So I'm a people I'm a people watcher. Like I love people watching, I me love talking too. shit. But like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like, ugh. Like right. you know what I mean? So you have to go with open minded people. You have to know that the, the crew that you're going out to Carnival with, they're going with the same mentality you have. So that's another thing. Y'all got to be equally yoked fetters because if you have a crew that's boring, they don't want to dance, and you're catching a vibe, that can mess your vibe up, having someone that's there with you and their vibe is just like, shit. So what if someone's, like, let's say you're dancing, right? And I'm there with you, and I'm not really dancing. I'm kind of just bobbing back Man, and forth. I'm jumping all over you. You're going to move, <laughs> damn it. You, you're going to catch this vibe. I'm but what if I'm enjoying you. myself? What if I'm smiling, I'm drinking, I'm enjoying thing. myself? That's one thing. Yeah. But then you do have those people that don't give any happy emotions, and you're like, <laughs> You got to drink more to ignore their glumness. It's like, which I don't mind the drinking more part. However, <laughs> I don't want to keep drinking because your mood is off. You know? Yeah, you want to drink because you're having a good time. You right. don't want to drink to offset someone else's shit move. Yes, exactly. And you gotta you gotta have pace when you're uncomfortable. Cause one, it's hot as hell, and that liquor. It's, well, it's gonna fucking take. It's gonna um, dehydrate you. Long. The fets are long, so you really have to pace yourself with the alcohol and all of that. Because before you know it, you're drunk as a skunk at like twelve o'clock in the afternoon, and ain't <laughs> nobody coming to Congo to carry your big ass home. So, you're going to sit your drunk ass in that corner while I'm over here and party, and I'm going to watch you and be all right. <laughs> so, yeah, you got to make sure that um, that's, that's a big thing. The people that you go with, y'all are on the same level. Y'all are on the same wave because that could really fuck up your vibe. Yeah, I've seen, and I'm on, I've actually heard stories of people talking about, like, I don't even know why I fucking went with this person. Right. That, let me tell you something. But that, I think that's just a vacation thing in general, though. Like, for example, uh... Diddy, whenever we, when like, when we've gone on vacation, like, if he doesn't want to do something I want to do, I just go. There's no hard feelings or anything like that. None, none whatsoever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, like you know what I mean? Like, when we went, it was me, Valkyrie, uh, Diddy, his now wife, and our buddy Jarvis. I'm not sure if Bobby went with us. I don't think Bobby went with us. But if he did, I, I don't remember. So, we're in, we're in Florida. Me and Valkyrie wanted to go do something. Uh, Diddy and his wife wanted to go do something else. He was like, "All right, cool. We'll be back around this time, yeah, so we can go, so we can have, so we can have exactly." Yeah, that's it's, it's really that simple. You know um, what I mean? And when I went to Vegas, I said, 
there's a couple of things I want to do specifically. Like, you right. know what I mean? So, your, everybody has a must-do. Yes. The, the crew could either go or they don't go. As long as everybody knows where everybody's at, yeah. we're good. Well, the everybody one, comes home. Yeah, one of the three things that I wanted to do, um, I said I want all you guys there for that. And when we got there, everybody was like, well, I want to I want to make sure I do this. So we made sure... You plan your itinerary. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you know, if someone was having a shit time, we kind of knew that this person was, like, you know what I mean? They kind of, like, for instance, <laughs> great. So we was in Vegas, and uh, Fletch saw this sign, and it was like, it was like, I forget how much it was. It was something, something, dollar ribeye, right? Mm-hmm. And, again, we don't know. what. first time we've been to Vegas, we're looking for this place. We couldn't fucking find it. And... When we finally got there, the journey getting there was way more fun than anything else. And then when we were on our way back, we found out we were 10 minutes away from the place. I think it took us like an hour or some change to get there because you went, it was like, we instead of going in a straight line, we took like a right angle. <laughs> but we had a we had a fucking blast though. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Happens. Get lost. You have fun. Yeah. And it's like going, so every time, like when me and Diddy, me and Diddy go on vacation a bunch. We went to Hawaii. We were broke. Still had a great fucking time. <laughs> Sounds like me and Steph. We we did a lot of traveling before she became a mom. That was like I'd hit up stuff like, uh, Steph, this is going on. You wanna come? She'd be like, Yup. Was she was she the one you went to New York with a lot? I went everywhere a lot with Stephanie. <laughs> one one year I hit her up and I'm like, Take us to Trinidad a real cheap. You wanna come? She was like, Yup. <laughs> did you go with her the first year you went? No. I didn't go with her the first year that I went. Um, but she went with me. I think 2015, no, 2017. I took her with me twice, I think. Okay. Yeah. We've done that. We've done Atlanta Carnival. We drove to Atlanta. Atlanta Carnival must be fucking wild, man. Atlanta's nice. Atlanta's nice. The road is sweet. It's sweet and short. Trini Carnival, you don't get home till like 9, 10 o'clock at night, so it's different. Yeah. But Atlanta's sweet. It's sweet and short. We got some jokes with that one. We did Atlantic City Carnival together. We've done DC you know, together. Yeah. Was DC the one where she almost got out of the car and like killed? No. Well, <laughs> yes, that was DC, but not for Carnival. Okay. That was when we surprised one of our other sisters and we took her to DC for her birthday. So that was that trip okay. where she asked the lady, "Does she want to pull over and talk?" That wasn't Carnival though. I gotta find the episode for that. That was pretty fucking funny. Listen, <laughs> she was gonna. She was gonna. I like Stephanie. Drive. <laughs> We've been we've been to a lot. We've we've done Borough, which is another carnival in Trinidad, but it's in May. Okay. And that's in the south, southern part of Trinidad. We've done. Um, I don't think we've ever done Miami together, but we've done Miami carnival, just not together. Yeah. What else did we do together? See, you know what it is, and again, I it's, I would probably do I would do a carnival, in the states. So here's the thing with me. Oh, and we've done Carpova, which is Barbados Carnival. We did that together. My thing is, I won't play Pretty Mass in America. Pretty I'll, Mass? Pretty Mass is with the feathers, the jewels, all of that. Like The pop culture, essentially. The pop culture, like, carnival. No, like, that Pretty Mass is the pretty, like, all the pretty colors and all of that. Yeah, that's the, one, that's the, one, that's the one they'll show on the TV. Right, like, those are the ones the that pop, they, yeah. The pop culture, the pop culture carnival. Is that okay. what calling it? So, I won't do Pretty Mass in America. I would usually do a t-shirt band. So, it's just like hot shorts and a t-shirt for whatever band you're with. And you cut up your t-shirt to however you want it to look. So, I'll do that here. But when I leave, I'll do Pretty Mass. Uh, Why? I don't know. But for some reason, Just the vibe is just different? 
yeah, for some reason, I don't really care to do pretty masks in America. Like, I want to, I'm going to Louisiana this year for New Orleans Carnival. And I am not impressed with their pretty masks. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to just do a t-shirt band. Atlanta, I did a t-shirt band. The first time I ever played in Miami Carnival, I did a t-shirt band. Um, DC, not DC. DC, I did a t-shirt band. I did. Atlantic City, I think we did a t-shirt band. Did we? No, I think we did a pretty mass. We did pretty mass in DC. No, not DC. Atlantic City. They both got seeds in it, so it's throwing me out. Atlantic City, we did a oh. pretty mass. But it was like on the whim. It was their second year of having Carnival, and the band looked desperate, and it was two <laughs> prices. And Stephanie was like, come on, let's play, let's play. And I was like, Steph, really? She was like, yep. And she bought my costume, and I was like, Stephanie! But that's when we used, you know, she didn't have a, she didn't have a Taj. We had a good time. Like, now she's a mom, so I know I can't really be like, hey, let's go. Yeah, can't do shit to drop by. No. Drop by no. Oh, um, so... <sighs> I got Louisiana. That sounds fucking amazing. I cannot wait. All, to I, can, to all I can think about is the food. That's so this would be my about. first time going to New Orleans. So the way that I spread out the fats and everything else is like, okay, this fat is at this time. This is where we're staying. So we have time for this fat, and then we got time to be tourists, and then we could do another fat here. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. If I didn't, if I didn't start this new job, I'd literally be like, yo, can I roll? And I'd be like, sure. Like, it, even if I'm not doing carnival, Miguel. Um, I'm gonna be a fat guy down on Bourbon Street. I'll see you on the way back. <laughs> but no, but that is, but see, that sounds like fun though. Like, yeah, and the thing is, whenever I travel, I always have one day of doing nothing. I'm with you on that. Like that is one thing. Whenever I travel, I have one day of doing nothing. You have to go on vacation and vacation. Yeah. That bum, 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 and you come back from vacation and you tired doesn't make any sense to me, none whatsoever. So I always have one day. Well, I'm a tourist. I get up if I feel like getting up early, or if I don't, I'll sleep in late. But that's that one day where it's a chill day of doing nothing. And we already have, I already have that day planned into my itinerary for New Orleans Carnival. Yeah. So, I don't know if I told this on the podcast, but I did, whatever. Uh, for new listeners, this is a new story for you. I do, me and, uh, me and Valkyrie do the same thing. And I will take one day, and I'm just like, yo, I'm not doing anything. Right, when we went when we went to Hawaii, we were um, we went on we um took one day. We did this thing called the Road to Hana. It was beautiful. It was literally. I'm, I'm not even joking when I say this. It was life changing. Just like seeing nature, and like when you when you look at all these like these this mountain ranges, all this like greenery, all this plant life. It kind of makes. And then like when you're driving back and there's no there are no lights and you can look in the sky and you see the stars. You feel really small in comparison to everything else that's going on. It changed. It changed my life. So in the way, and like honestly, it's made me. It made me a lot calmer. And yes, this is me calmer. So when um, so the next, so it was time. We we had. I think we got up around like seven. Uh, we didn't get back to the boat until I think maybe like nine or ten. Like you know what I mean. And so it was. We were tired. We were drained. So the next day, I was like, "Yo, I'm not doing anything." I was like, "I'm going to the deck." And I'm a drink. Hey, ain't I, wrong I, with that. So I sat out in the sun, took my shirt off, got a bucket of Corona, and I sat and I drank all day and sat in the sun. My um, itinerary for Grenada is looking pretty nice and relaxing too. Most of it is on the beach. When is that anyway? I know I keep forgetting your. Grenada is soon, next right? month. It's in a few weeks. I'm excited. Yeah, that's called like right around the corner. So I remember you telling me about that, and then 
You're going somewhere else in June, right? That's New Orleans. New Orleans, okay. Yep. I'm excited for this year. Yeah, that, that sounds like it's going to be a fucking blast. Like, yeah, I'm New Orleans on, happy. Yeah, New Orleans is on my... Actually, New Orleans in general is on my place of... Um, my list of places that I want to go. Um, but if I do go, I know I have to, like, hardcore diet for a month. Because I'm going to eat myself to death. Like, like hey, you... don't you have want- to diet. You're just going to have a more healthier relationship with food. Like, oh, hey, hey, um, Mark, do you want a, do you want a, a chicken uh, that's full of shrimp that we fried and injected with cheese? Yes. I'm just, so crazy. I'm just going <laughs> to eat and drink and eat and drink. Well, where was I at when I did that? Oh, well, me and Jeff went to Florida back in 2004. Um, I kid you not, we were drunk or tipsy the entire trip. Hey, that was me in DC when you went on with with Candy. Definitely was. Yeah, I straight up, I was just like, all right. So we um, and this was when I was drinking vodka. So I, this is when I didn't know how to drink. So like we were buying vodka, and I was drinking like Bud Lights and like you know what I mean. And like it was just ran out, went to the store, ran out, went to the store, ran out, went to the store. Like I just we were just drinking the whole time. And then we found a place, and the uh, drinks were buy one get one free. Mm-hmm. <sighs> What if you went to a bar where they, where this situation happened, where you had to buy one get one free, and someone came over and gave you a drink? Would you drink it? Like, would you be open to women buying you drinks in the bar? Um, that's a difficult. I see. I want. I want to talk about that as well. Um, it's. It's. I don't know. I don't trust people. I don't either. So that's my thing. But if we were in a, if we were in a world where like I could, if I was, if we lived in a world where I could trust people, yeah, I'd do it. But I think it's... Well, wait, okay, so would it be different if she was sitting next to you and was and was like, what are you drinking? And the bartender gave you the drink there? Uh, I don't... Th- Again, still kind of on the fence, only because I don't know if this, if this is her flirting with me, you know what I mean? So, like, if this, if, like, we're just, like, let's say we're at a sports bar, right? And let's say we both already established that, like, neither one of us is cheating. We're just having a good time, watching the game. And she was like, let me buy you a beer. Cool. Buy me a beer. I, you know, I would do the same. Like, I could do that. But there's a, there's a lot of things that go into, like, buying someone a drink when you're married. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's like... It can be taken out of context. Exactly. And so, I don't want, I don't want someone, I don't want, I don't want to steer anybody the wrong way. I don't want anyone to even get even an inkling that I'm cheating. Like, I think we, I think I might have had this conversation with you uh, recently. Matter of fact, about how I make it a point to grab my ring because when I was at my old gig, if I if I forgot my ring, who cares? Like everybody knows I'm married. Like you know what I mean? There's no ands, ifs, or asses about it. But like this new gig, like the chicks, they are fucking thirsty. Bro, do you realize that winning rings attract some women? Yeah. So you're you're really not doing yourself any justice, dog. <laughs> you're really I don't not think they realize. doing yourself any justice by wearing your ring. So ring or no ring, if they're that thirsty, they're gonna still want to drink. Dog, leave me alone, or my wife will kill you. Right, she will both you. However, she ain't gonna kill me. I'm gonna be sitting. Let me like tell I you, said, they're gonna look. They're gonna save you. They're gonna look at the camera, and I'm gonna be sitting there like backing up my hands up, like yo, get this bitch off me. <laughs> ring or no ring, it's not gonna save you. Some of these women do not care. If you have one. Yo, somebody's just dude, somebody yo, don't care. Yo, there are there are gay men. I'll tell them, not only am I married, but I'm not interested because I'm a straight male. They're like, 
And I'm like, duh, relax. <laughs> like, yo, it's just not my thing. Like, so yeah, the wedding rings legitimately they don't do stop anything. No, they don't. That's all on you, the individual in the relationship, to make sure you do the right thing. Uh, Chris Rock, I've, I've, I've used this quote, quote a million times. Um, Chris Rock says, a man is only as faithful as his options. So you know what I don't do? I don't give myself any options. There you go. At least you know. It's a, it's a simple thing. Because you lock me in a room with Zassi Beats. Oh, I, oh, if she wants it, I'm giving it to her. I don't know who that is, but okay. Uh, she was the one Joker was quote-unquote dating in the Joker movie. I watched that movie a while ago, and you know my memory. Yeah. I'll send you a picture. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So, I asked that because I one night I was in a bar. It was a little nice. And I was getting a drink for me and my friend because she was starting to celebrate her birthday a little early. And I got her a drink. And this guy was next to me. He's just in my face. And I'm like, you want a drink or something? <laughs> and he's like, what? I was like, what's in your cup? And I think he was, he said Patron. Okay. I love her, man. He said Patron. So I, you know, I said went to the box and I was like, can you get him a Patron? And he looked at me like I was nuts. And I'm like, what, you never had a female buy you a drink before? It's not, I gave it's him not this drink. I turned around and I left. I left the bar. Oh, after I gave my friend her drink too. The next thing you know, she comes over to me and she's like, some guy sent this for you. And I'm like, what guy? And I described him and, and um, it was the same guy that was at the bar. I was like, nah, you drink that. I'm good. I didn't see it being me. I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess guys aren't used to women buying them drinks. Um. Like with no... No strings attached yeah. or anything like that. No. Nah. You was just in my face, homie. I just felt like... I've been... Actually, no. I've actually had women buy me drinks fairly often because of, like, the way I am. Like, you've, you've seen me in place. I'm, I'm super respectable. I'm super... Um, I'm not a douche. You know what I mean? No. I can be. Oh. So, if, if, right, if, right. if, if as people, long as you can admit that. Yeah, if people bring me there, then I can be a right cunt. You know what I mean? But like it, it's but like I go to a bar. I do my best to respect everybody. I don't care what you do. Just like you know. Yeah. And I think that I I feel that women especially recognize that because it's it may be a breath of fresh air when someone's not like some dude who's just not all up in their face trying to hit on me. Even when I was single, that was just not my thing. You and know you know I mean? what too? When I'm in the bar, I always remember the story Maria told us where it was the bartender who was actually messing up their drinks. Yeah. I always remember that when I go to drink. So, like, the bar that I go to, I know the bartender. Yeah. And so I already know he's not going to do that. But you still can't trust people. However, I still watch them make the drinks. Because I always remember how she was like, yeah, the bartender was the one slipping the stuff in our drinks and got us messed up. And I'd be like, I got to be careful. Yeah. And there's also a, um, an underrated... I don't think it's... Like, if you're a drinker, you understand this. But if you're not really a person who goes to bars or clubs... You may not appreciate what it's like to know the bartender, and not even in the sense of like getting hooked up with prices and stuff like that. Just getting the priority of they see you, they know what you drink. Right. I don't even gotta ask them. I get in, I signal them, dap them up, he gives me my drink. I'm like, word, yes. By two, I'm nice. I don't even know more because he already know. He, you know, he doesn't yeah. charge you no crazy price. Like my homegirl um, at Clark's, like so. Uh, the one of the owners there, one of the managers there, like it was, it's always like I usually almost always get my first round free, but they also know at the end of the night I'm leaving. I'm a nice tip. 
Right. Because that's just that's just how it is. And when you start going places fairly often, then it's like, yo, don't worry about that. Like I've gone to bars and just been just from being a friendly person, the bartender wouldn't even let me pay, wouldn't even let me tip. Like I had to wait till they turned around, drop them twenty bucks, and then run out the door. Yeah, I would. Um, I would be nice to my regulars when I bartended. Yeah. Uh, another thing, another random thing, and this is something we talked about: the difference between Caribbean and West Indian um, clubs and bars, as opposed to like going like somewhere else. Like you, like you used to say, how like you could go to a bar and never pay for never pay for a drink. And the person who's buying these buying these drinks weren't necessarily looking to fuck or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They were just trying to keep the party going, like you know what I mean. As opposed to like me, it's just like I'm not buying a woman a drink in a club, period. If they're my homegirls, absolutely. If I'm just sitting here with someone and we're having a good time, maybe. It all depends on the vibe, you know what I mean. Right. But like some random, some random one, oh fuck you. Even when I was single, I wasn't doing that. Fuck you. Yeah. Like what have you what have you done to like. I'm like, you know what I mean? And I'm not even like, yo, buy me a drink so we can fuck later. Like, what am I getting out of this drink? Are we going to have a conversation? Like, you know what I mean? Do you just want, you just want me to buy you a $10 drink so you can walk away? Fuck you. No. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, kiss my entire ass. And that's a lot of kissing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it is. It is. So, but again, like I said, if we're sick, like if I'm watching a basketball game and like some... And there's, there's a conversation. And there's a conversation. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? We're having a conversation. We're having a good time. Cool, and I think that's where it comes in. Like you said with you, if you're at, if you're out if you're at a bar, you're at a club, and you're dancing, some and like the person you're with, you see them buy, you see them order the drink and buy a drink. They're not looking for anything other than just having fun for the time that you're there. But even still, you still gotta be kind of iffy with some of these dudes because they'll still be thinking like we're just gonna have a talk and have a drink in there. But some of them still feel like they should get more than just conversation out of you. So I, I'm real iffy on letting a guy buy me a drink. Real iffy. Well, yeah, it's, and again, it's the idea of, unfortunately, like, you're a woman, so there are also a lot of other things you have to worry about that right. I necessarily may not have to, like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, like, I'm, I'm, there's a lesser chance of me getting roofied than there is for you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But, um, oh, there was something else I wanted to ask you about. So, if you're in a carnival, right? You don't necessarily ask ask someone to dance. No, that seems, and that's one of the reasons I never like clubs. That seems like the rudest shit ever. So it's, <laughs> I just like that's one of the reasons I've never ever ever like clubs. So a carnival is different. It's kind of, it's understood, quote unquote. It's understood that you come here to Tifa Wine and you keep moving. You don't dance for more than one song. And, of course, they don't play the whole song. They probably play 30 seconds of a song. And when that 30 seconds is up, you move. It's understood. It's understood. You come into Tifa Wine and you go. You don't let two songs come and you still behind her because if she got a man, he going to slap you. <laughs> or if she, you know, vice versa. If, she, if he have a woman, she going to slap you. And it also depends on the people. Some people be in relationships and they're significant others. Like, you ain't winding on nothing. That's it. So you got to know, you know, there's rules to that. And you could also tell by the body language, too. If you go behind a woman to Tifa Wine and she looks at you, move. <laughs> but, what, but what if she's looking at you then goes, okay. If she look at you and stop, move. Okay, well, yeah, that's, that's okay. That makes sense. And, yeah, so it's all about reading the body language. 
it's all about the body language. If she's like, if she tenses up, move. You're, you're not welcomed. There's some guys that's so tusty, like it's just ridiculous. They come to dance with you and it's just, you're messing up my show here. I'm trying to give a show and you come and messing it up. Go away. So what about on the opposite end of that? Like if a woman jumps up on a dude. Most men will not turn down a line. Very rarely will you see a man turn down a line. But what if he does? How do you, if what? he does, nine times out of ten, his woman is in the band. And he don't want to catch a bus head. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. Nine times out of ten, his woman is in the band. It's, it's carnival. It's expected. Carnival, carnival is woman. Period. Everybody, like men go to carnival specifically to see women, wine men. So what, what's going to be going then? <laughs> see? Enjoy yourself. See? Enjoy the vibe. So, so what if someone backs it up on me? What am I going to do? Like, what the fuck? I don't think Maria would mind. One, she, she probably she would. One, yeah. I don't think Maria would mind. Two, when a woman comes to dance with you, she's not trying to take you home. She's coming to get a wine and go her way. It's, so, it's just it's just a wine. So leave the basketball shorts and sweatpants at home. Gotcha. <laughs> well, most of the men that play masks are wearing basketball shorts. It's just decorated. Yeah. So it's, it's just an experience. It's really not anything about hooking up. You know when somebody's hooking up if they dance more than one song. That's when that's that's the way of flirting. You dance more than one song with this person. I was that was actually gonna be my next question. How do you like you know? Yeah. So if that song ends and the this person backs the and backs up, and the person like backs up to move, and then the woman backs it up even more. It's like yes, there's a song. Take your wine and move along. Like you literally supposed to dance to that one song and keep it moving. There's too much men and women on the road for you to dance with one person the whole time, unless it's your significant other. Yeah. It's just it's just understood rules. I don't know. You just know. I don't, we got that because I have so many more questions. I have so Ask! I have so I can't have we already had an hour. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Y'all. We haven't even gotten International Women's Day. International Women's Day. We can be quick. Uh I want to find the The text I sent you? Yes. And I would like you to read it, please. So, a good friend of mine that lives in England with Kayla. She used to live here. I love her very, very much. Why do I feel like I know that name? Um, I don't know, because you wouldn't have crossed paths with her. Today is International Women's Day. The theme this year is hashtag each for equal. I will share important thoughts and statistics throughout the day and week. Please don't make today a hallmark occasion. We have Mother's Day, birthday, Christmas, Valentine's Day to uplift our moms, aunts, and sisters. Do not wish me happy International Women's Day. What is happy about millions of women and girls not having access to opportunities because of their gender? And until I saw that post, um, I didn't have an opportunity like an opposing view to International Women's Day. I always looked at it as women coming together to do stuff. And then when I started posting, I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. It makes a whole lot of sense. There are women out there who are still suppressed because of their religion. They can't speak out for themselves. They can't do anything. Like, And as much as they don't like what they're up against and their rules and the religions or the law or whatever the situation may be, 
they don't like it and they can't speak up because they're afraid of dying probably and her her post definitely opened my eyes to to think deeper than more of what just to think deeper beneath to what other aspects of it could be she's right like how can we sit here and celebrate a day when there's women who can't even celebrate the day because of whatever they're suppressed by yes like we still have young girls being married off at the age of 10 to 55 year old men that's motherfuckers right so it's like I, I get where they're coming from why they want to celebrate the day because we have come a long way but damn it's like what are we doing for the other people for the other women who don't have any rights at all what is being done for them uh, I, you know, it's funny. As a man, I don't really want to comment on any of that. I will. I will say this. I agree with everything you said, a hundred percent. Um, I feel like there should be more done. You know, like, you know what I mean. Like, I think you hit the, the the nail on the head with, like you said, there are women all over the world who are not even like who can't speak up for themselves. They can't even acknowledge that this is a day. Um, there are women out there who are being sold for like sex trafficking and things like that. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, they can't have they can't have babies unless their husband wants them to. Uh, they're losing, they're getting their uh, clitorises cut off. Yep. Because women aren't supposed to have pleasure. Like it's nasty. So like that that is a that's something that again I'm a, I'm a male, so this is something I know. But like it's something I never thought about. Like you said. Yeah. Um, and I post so I, I'm. Like, you know what I mean? But it's, I think I'm glad you said it, though, because it's something that does need to be said and something that does need to be heard. I definitely... I was happy to see that post. It was eye-opening. Like, you know what? I never even looked at it this way. It was just... So there's two sides to it. Like, I get why we celebrate it, but then at, this, at the same time, it's like, but why are we celebrating it? There's still women that have no rights at all. And what are we doing for them? Uh, I think conversations like this uh, are... We need more than an hour. <laughs> well, not even just that. I, and I definitely think we should. And I think this will be another uh, thing where I have oh, I'll bring in the ladies uh, the ladies' moms to come in. You guys Maybe I could call in Michaela on um, WhatsApp and see if she'd be interested in, in talking with us on the show. Absolutely. Like, that's okay. definitely something I would do. You, like, the time difference, we can figure something out. Yeah, like, we you can. Know what I mean? um, so, yeah, shout out to her. Um... For, for that post. I absolutely agree. Follow her, Reg Rambos. She's dope. She blogs. I love her. What's it called? What's it called? Red Rambos. Uh, but yeah, send me the link. I'll so, send you the link. Absolutely. So it was funny. Uh, I saw this thing on uh, at International Women's Day. So um, uh, there's a woman and a, and a guy talking. The woman says, Happy International Women's Day. The guy goes, Why aren't you know International Men's Day? And then she goes, There is. The 19th of November. He goes, I've never heard of it. And then she responded, that's because you only care about men is, um, men's issues when they can be used to distract from women's. <laughs> and so, and it's funny that when um, I had a conversation with someone and we were talking about the, my homegirl, shout out to Mixed Girl Maine, uh, she ran an expo in, um, I want to say LA. I want to say it was LA for um, black uh, combo creator, black combo creators. And it was like, it was built up for that. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because there aren't a lot of black comic book creators, especially not in mainstream, like Marvel Comics or DC Comics. There are a few, but they're very far, they're far, very far few in between. So I was having a conversation with someone, and it was like, this seems kind of racist. And I'm like, why? She goes, why is it only 
black creatives. I go, because there's not a lot of us. And I had to really break that, break that down. It was just like, so I'm doing, I'm working on an article about that, about uh, promoting like black creators, black combo creators. So if you're looking for like an artist, check out this person. If you're looking out for a female writer or female artist, look at these people. And if you Google uh, black comic book writers, mm-hmm. you're not going to find a lot. Like, you know what I mean? But the funny thing about it is there are a lot of them out there. But because they're not main- mainstream, it's going to be difficult to, to find them. Now, if you just type in comic book writer, you'll find a, you'll find a bunch of white men. Like, you know what I mean? You won't even find a lot of white women. And there are a lot of um, white women who are artists and writers. But you won't find it because it's difficult. They're, they're in the minority of things like that. So now imagine trying to find a woman of color comic book writer, comic yeah. book artist. Like, you know what I mean? It's difficult. And and I remember we had this conversation. I talked to you and Javi, and I was talking about... Because... Um, this is one of the reasons I asked about I asked this question about would you consider someone who's um, Latin and they're and they're black? Would, can I use them as a black creator? And you both both of you said yes, but I was like, you know, before I put this person's name in my article, let me go to the source. And she said, yeah, it's fine. But it's like you know what I mean. So like now it's like how do you how do you like you so like you. Have these people out here who want these things? Like International Women's Day is a good thing. It's not just supporting. It's not just bigging up the women in our lives who are important and strong and things like that. But it's also, as you said, should be adding light to the thing, adding light to the dark things that are going on in this world. Like shit, next door. Who knows what's going on yeah. to the person, stuff like that. So um, I don't think that people understand the importance of it. Like you know what I mean? It's not necessarily always going to be a happy thing. Unfortunately, sometimes it's going to be a sad thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is definitely going to take more than an hour. <laughs> so we, I'll, um, I'll round up the troops. I'll call, uh, uh, the Venomous One. Kim would be good to have this one. I have, have this one here, too. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll actually, I'll have you round up the troops. And ah! <laughs> what do you mean, ah? I don't want to round them up. You round them up. Uh, you, you're, the, <laughs> you're the woman, you do it. Right, right. <laughs> I look to y'all for everything. Fuck that. I'm not, I am well aware. I, I, let me tell you, I'm a guy. I pick things up and put them down. <laughs> and I barely do that because my back's fucked up. Aggie. <laughs> All right, man. This has been the Old Man Wade Show. I want to thank uh, Panda Black for doing this. Uh, where can they find you? Panda Cares for you on Instagram and Facebook. Can you spell that, please? Absolutely. P-A-N-D-A-C-A-R-E-S. The number four, the letter U. Panda cares for you. Yeah. Um, awesome. So if you have, like I said, if, you have, if you're in the Boston area um, and you're looking for a babysitter or you need someone to watch your kids, holla at her. Um, I can vouch for it because I actually have family that has gone, that has gone to her. Mm-hmm. So I'm not just one of those people who be like, oh, just do it because she's my friend. Like, no. Read actually... the reviews, baby, and follow Red's Rambos. Uh, how do you spell that? R e a r e d s dot rambles. R a m b l e s. She is a dope blogger, and I'm trying to get her back into doing it consistently. So help me out, guys. Let's get her to keep writing. I sent you an email of hers. Okay, so that's where um, that's where I got it now. Yeah. Cool. 
Uh, this one? That is her. Yes, that's her. There you go. So she'll get a random follow from me. And she'll be like, who the hell is this person following me that I'm knows gonna you? I'm going to hit her up right now. It's her. <laughs> uh, depending on what time it is in England. She's up. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, you can find me, uh, oldmanwade.com. The articles are actually coming more and more. We just finished, um, I actually just finished an article uh, for Know Your Geek on Wolverine's Memory. It's actually on the page right now, oldmanwade.com, O-L-D-M-A-N-W-A-D-E. Dot com, oldmanwade.com, oldmanwade.com. Uh, don't forget to visit uh, blackrabbit.com, B-L-A-Q-U-E-R-A-B-B-I-T. Um, my best friend in arms, uh, Diddy, actually just wrote an article, um, which I think you'll appreciate, um, Amanda. Uh, he goes, boozy badass is a dumbass. Because <laughs> <laughs> of his comments on um, on uh, Dwayne Wade's um, daughter, like you know what I mean? So he basically went in and talked about how much of a piece of shit he is uh, for, like, basically the start. And then, like, um, uh, about how, like, he's okay with his son being, like, ignorant and all this stuff, too. So it's a really cool article. I think you you should definitely check it out. Um, I, also have a po- I also have podcasts on there as well. But make sure you check out BlackRabbit.com. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all, all I got. Love and peace, everybody. Uh, man, do you got anything else to add? Be happy on purpose. Be happy on purpose. Yep. And um, <laughs> and also remember, a um, Kalaloo is not a giant penis. Damn it, Wade.